0: From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the HUG hotline at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about what the two of you can do to get on the same page with your financial intimacy as the holidays approach.
1: And uh, as we talk money and financial intimacy, we have this quote today from Dave Ramsey. He said, "Planning for Thanksgiving and Christmas should take place months in advance. They are not a surprise."
0: That they're not. <laughs> they tend to come up same time of year? Kind of every like year. clockwork.
1: Yeah. Kind of um, like clockwork. We're going to be talking about that, but Tony and I love starting each and every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug and a hug's an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family who is experiencing breakthrough, who's seen transformation, who has hope in their mm-hmm. relationship. And this week's hug is sponsored by Zip Recruiter and you can check them out at ziprecruiter.com one. And the thing is, if you're hiring, you know that quality hires keep your business moving forward, but you also know it can take a lot of time to find the right candidate for the job. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to over 100, get that guys, 100 Mm. of the web's leading job boards with just one click. So you can rest easy knowing your job is being seen by the best candidates. Then ZipRecruiter puts its smart matching technology to work, actively notifying qualified candidates about your job within minutes of posting. So you receive the best possible matches.
0: And this is great. I mean, here at One, we do have folks that work for us Mm -hmm. and something like this makes it super easy to find qualified and amazing folks.
1: So it's no wonder that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate through their site in just one day. You know, ZipRecruiter, it's the smartest way to hire. So find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by growing businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash one. That's com slash one. One more time so you can try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash one. Now, this week's hug comes from an iTunes review that we recently received.
0: I love those iTunes reviews. So thank you guys for putting those up there. It, it, it honestly is awesome. I don't check it uh, maybe every couple of weeks, mm-hmm. you know, jumping on there. but. When we see those five-star reviews up there, honestly, it's like right on. I, in, in, in for me, I'm saying right on because I know we're impacting your life and your marriage. And that's where the right on comes in.
1: And that's what makes the ratings and reviews so special is that you took the time to let somebody else know. That's true. Because you guys don't do those reviews for us. Those reviews let other people know when they come to the One Extraordinary Marriage page or podcast, they're on iTunes, that they're in the right place. Because yep. this person had this to say. I've listened to a lot of marriage podcasts, but this one is by far the best. You can tell that they genuinely like and love each other, which makes listening to the podcast even more enjoyable.
0: I do love that line because we do like and love each other. Not always, (laughs) but. This is true.
1: Which if you're brand new to the podcast, you'll hear that in many of the shows. Kind of the ebb and flow of a natural married couple. Exactly. The writer of this post goes on to say, I spent the weekend implementing some of their tips, mainly scheduling a weekly night of intimacy with my husband, Mm -hmm. literally placing it on our calendars, and added in a spontaneous moment overnight that surprised and delighted him love it. Thank you for not being afraid to share these tips from a Christian perspective and letting us know that we can love God and the beauty of intimacy and love making with our spouses. Keep up the good work.
0: you know it? Ask- and, and the big thing coming up is our 400th show. Whoop, whoop. So you just heard that, that hug. Now the big thing is is we want to hear your hug for the 400th show. So go to info or not go go to your email go to and type in info at one extraordinary marriage.com, put the subject line 400 show, or you can call us at 858-876-5663. It's coming up. Don't wait. Don't sit around going, Oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'll do it. No, do it now. So we have it for that 400 show.
1: We're already scheduling up the queue for those shoes, that show. And the reason why for those of you that don't know that maybe you weren't around at 100 or 200 or 300, that show is all hugs. We spend the entire episode sharing your stories with the one family. So that's why we want you to be a part of it. So as Tony said at the outset of the show, we're going to be talking about financial intimacy around the holidays. And I just, I want to ask you a question, right? Just hear from the get go. What would it feel like to celebrate a financially stress-free Christmas? I like that. Just, just think about that for a moment, because it doesn't matter if you're listening to the show, the, this show, the first time that it airs or at some other time in the year, unless it's December 25th, Christmas is coming. Right. And, and you, some of you, when you listen to the show, you're going to have weeks to plan for it. Some of you are going to have months and, and some of you, you might have a whole year, but the truth is, is that the holidays are coming.
0: They do every year.
1: it it is funny how they show up. We have a calendar in the office where we podcast so I can look over Tony's shoulder right now as we're recording the show and I can see exactly where Thanksgiving falls and exactly where Christmas falls. And I'm like, okay, it's coming.
0: And here's another one, even for this show in particular, doesn't only have to be the holidays. It may be for your husband or your wife's birthday, Mm -hmm. maybe for your kid's birthday. We so happen to be so blessed. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. That our kids' birthdays are both between um,
1: Thanksgiving and Christmas, and Christmas,
0: so we get <laughs> we get a, it's we so get a whammy. It's so powerful for
1: Tony that he's just like, I, I just block this out. Yeah,
0: we just get a whammy going.
1: And, and the thing is, is that even though these things show up every year, people still act surprised that they're coming. Right? It's still like, oh, wait, wait, the holiday, the. Decorations are up at the store. When did that happen? Why are we doing well? Because it comes right, and, and instead of being like, Oh, we've got a plan for it, so many people are like, oh, How did this happen? How is it Christmas time again? How are we having another anniversary? What are we going to do about this? Like, what are we going to buy? How much are we going to spend? Where's the money going to come from? Uh-huh. Right, and You know, I I did a lot of researching uh, as we were preparing for the show because I was just kind of curious. You know, we hear so often that couples struggle with communication, right? That's like the number one struggle. It is. But as I was doing article, reading article after article, financial issues make the top five 100% of the time. Wow. Right. So you know, it's why couples seek coaching. It's why couples say their marriages are falling apart. It's why there are these problems, right? It's communication and, and you know, there's sex thrown in there and a few other things and, and then money. Right. And and sometimes the order's jumbled, but it's always up there.
0: Money has a big thing to do with our marriages. Mm-hmm. How we plan it, how we spend it, how we earn it. I mean, it's intertwined in our lives and in our marriages.
1: And the fact of the matter is is that how you work with money, how you handle money and how you do that in your marriage. Like if we're specifically talking about Christmas, it's the difference between having a Merry Christmas or being like Scrooge and having a bah humbug approach.
0: Been there. I've been on both sides of that.
1: We, we have been. And, and, you know, time after time when I'm talking to couples, the, we were raised in families. Most people were raised in families that didn't talk about money. I know my parents didn't talk about money.
0: And neither did mine, yeah,
1: you know, the only thing the only thing that happened in our family is like I knew when things were bad, right? Because that was the year when the church delivered a turkey. and I like, would not open the door because I was so embarrassed.
0: Mm-hmm. And in my family, talking about money issues, I never really caught on that there was something really bad. But looking back years later and then talking to my mom, i I began to realize that, you know, when you have mac and cheese, The same day of every week. You have tacos the same day every week. You have spaghetti the same day every week. There's some, there's some tightness going on and, and nobody ever spoke of it in Christmas. I mean, I I can remember there were some Christmases where we didn't get much. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what my folks would say to us, but it, it was enough to just go, Hmm, this is sort of interesting, but maybe I was still young enough that I didn't, I didn't really notice it
1: and i remember christmases where money was so tight it was like we got a piece of fruit in our stocking and like one new outfit
0: you were older though
1: i was older and i, was,
0: I think i was i was on the younger side because mine was more in the early 80s when the construction business mm-hmm. was really tight after carter uh, administration and interest rates were high and reagan had come in and was really working to recover the the uh, the economy
1: And I was at the tail end of the 80s, early 90s um, when our financial crisis hit. And and we bring those up to, to share with you that we don't come from families that never had to worry about money, right? And yet we come from families where money was not talked about. So Tony and I did not learn how to talk about money. And yet as we got married, as we have ridden our own financial roller coaster, uh-huh. not just you know, 364 days out of the year, but also wrapped around Christmas and the holidays, we've come to realize over the year that money has a tremendous impact on marriage. I mean, it impacts your connection both outside and inside your bedroom.
0: It truly doesn't. if you think it doesn't, man, really think about how you act when money issues come up. how do you how do you initiate? Mm-hmm. How do you romance? How do you not do those? because there there's a big thing there there's a big tie between those for for many of us, I'm not saying for all of us, but I can remember in my own my own life in, in marriage with Elisa when things were tight and how the stress would be upon me, that it was very difficult to be sexually intimate with her.
1: Mm -hmm. It's going to impact your conversations, Mm -hmm. right? If you're not talking about money, then you miss out on a significant portion of the conversations that the two of you could have, because you need money to run your household. You need money to buy groceries. You need money to do date nights. You need money to like all those different things. But if this is an uh, an area of your marriage that you're not talking about, especially as we head into the holidays, there's a disconnect there, folks. There's a gap in the unity in your marriage. It, it also, like I was just talking about, not only do you need the money to do that, but it impacts your ability to do those things, right? And and what that looks like, and I'm not saying, I mean, we've done, you know, shows with like free date night ideas. We've, I know in Position of the Month Club one month, we did, you know, a whole bunch of um like $10 and less date night idea. So we've mm-hmm. done different things. We're not saying that every date night has to be a $500 date night. In fact, we like never do $500 date nights. Let me be really clear there. Anniversaries um, we do. Well, anniversaries, but not like, you know, oh, Friday night, we're going out for $500. So I'm not saying that money drives all of that, but it is nice to be able to have a plan. So I was sharing with one of my coaching clients a few weeks ago. It's nice to be able to have a plan to be able to afford those things. True. So that you can go out on date nights, so that you can plan vacations, so that you can do, have that recreational intimacy segment of the intimacy circle so that you can have that thriving. And yet you know, when we don't talk about money, we're missing, we're missing a vital intimacy in our marriage. And, and yet when a couple learns to talk about money, when they learn to get on the same page, and that, for some of you, you're like, we'll never be on the same page. Well, I'm telling you, it can happen. It totally can happen. But the shift that happens is like no other. When Tony and I finally, I'm trying to think, what year was it? Alex was born in 2002. It must have been late 2001 when mm-hmm. we started getting unified.
0: Yeah, it was like, it was like 2000-ish. Somewhere, somewhere right in that 2000-ish and prior to him being born. Mm-hmm.
1: So... What happened was, and, and the shift where I'm going to share some of the benefits of getting on the same page before we talk about exactly how to plan
0: to do that for the
1: holidays. But one of the shifts that happens is that there's a unity of purpose in your marriage when you build the financial intimacy. It's no longer about what, what I'm going to do or about what Tony's going to do. It's about what we're going to do with this resource in our marriage.
0: And I will say these conversations, even our marriage today are, I'm not going to say never, but many of the times there's discussion. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we're coming up at the end of the month, we're looking at our cash flow plan, and we have to look and go, okay, what what are we gonna keep this month? What are we not? And and that's the discussion part because Elisa may go, Well, the kids need this, this, and this. And I'm thinking, well, that's great. And yet we still need to have some items and some cash for us to do some things as well. So Believe me, when Elise and I sit down now, even 17 years later, there, there there's unity for sure. But it doesn't mean that there's no discussion
1: or disagreement or
0: disagreement around it. It's not like we just sit there and go, okay, that looks great. And it's way off balance. I mean, we, we balance our monthly cash flow every month.
1: And here's the thing. As you're planning for the holidays, this unity of purpose is huge. Mm-hmm. Right? This way, you know, he's not doing one thing and she's not doing another. And you're like, what's going on here? Like, why do you get to do that? So unity of purpose brings connection and peace into your marriage. Another benefit is that there are no surprises.
0: It's not fun to be surprised.
1: We've had those podcast episodes where we've shared surprise, Mm -hmm. right? There was the Christmas that Elisa did not stick to the plan and overspent to the tune of probably, I want to say it was like $700, uh,
0: I, I, that's what I was going to say. Six to seven hundred dollars, but at, at a time when the economy was down, we were tight, we we're in a tough situation. So right now I would say, okay, we, that was a mass, I'm not pleased with it. And yet we, I know we have the resources. Back then I was not okay with it because we didn't have the resources. We didn't have that money. It wasn't anywhere to be found.
1: And I was so scared once I realized what I was doing that I didn't bring it up until the like the 11th hour. And it was awful. Another thing that the financial intimacy does when you build it is that it lowers your stress. Right? When the two of you have a plan and you're executing that plan, you free up the emotional energy mm-hmm. that would get wrapped around finances to tackle the other things. Right? Life is still going to keep bringing you stuff that you got the two of you have to deal with. But if you can lower the stress around finances, you have more resources to be able to tackle you know, kids going sideways or parents are sick or something happens at work and you're like, whoa, where's this coming from? And finally, when the two of you are on the same page building your financial intimacy, we've already said it once, but it bears saying again, the sex is better. It is. Right? Because when you don't have the stress, when the two of you are playing on the same team, there's a unity there that has to trickle over into the bedroom, right? And so it's, it's an area that so many couples resist. And yet we're going to help you push through this, especially around the holidays, because having those strategies could potentially make this your best Christmas ever, right? It doesn't have to be a bah humbug. It, It can be a Merry Christmas, shout it from the rooftops. So as we prepare to share these strategies, I just want to remind you that you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. If you just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash one, don't miss out on this opportunity, just do it. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash one. So as you're building financial intimacy, what's the first thing that we think that you need or that you should do? And that's give yourselves the gift of time. Right? The sooner you start planning, the better off you're going to be.
0: So in other words, this show is coming out less than 100 days prior to Christmas. The, first,
1: the first time y'all hear it.
0: Right. And that might be a little bit of crunch time for you. Because mm-hmm. you're looking and you're going, mm, yeah, Tony and Elisa, I don't have, we don't have anything set aside. Mm-hmm. So, okay. That's okay. We're going to talk you first through I'll this. take a deep breath. Yep, take a deep breath. Cool. What we want you to do though is to make sure you bookmark this one mm-hmm. because you got to come back to this right after Christmas and beginning in two thousand eighteen. But we're going to give you some strategies right now because we know you're we're in crunch time. So we're going to make it make it help. We're going to make it so that you can get through this time period.
1: And, and even even if you're listening to this the first time the show airs, you still have you still have that time to plan, right? You You still have a couple months before Christmas, so you can still do something. Don't throw up your hands and say, I can't do anything. Look at this and say, what can I do? So after you are looking at your time, the next thing you got that you need to do is to have a plan, right? I, I have already mentioned that early in our marriage, there was no plan. I would just go shopping and I would buy for everyone.
0: And when we say we had no plan... It was we didn't have a budget number. We didn't have a number set where we said, okay, this is how much we're spending this Christmas. Mm-hmm. And 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 now we're at to the point it's like, this is how much we're spending for kiddo one, kiddo two, you know, mom, uh, aunts and uncles, what Elisa and I even we we know because early on in our marriage we we didn't do that. So it's like how much do I spend if I if do I spend more than her? What what is she gonna say if I spend more? Is, is there this awkwardness of well I spend all this, but then she's like well I only spent this, but I really know you wanted this. So by doing that, we put a number down, and we adhere to it mm-hmm. because that's the number we came up with. So if our number is two hundred dollars each for Christmas, doesn't mean I go out and I go spend another thousand dollars on her mm-hmm. because then it gets really weird on Christmas morning. If I spent $1,200 and she spent $200 and we talked about two.
1: So, and your plan's going to look different. I mean, just like we talk about the the intimacy lifestyle, and we're talking about sexual intimacy. This is your financial intimacy lifestyle. And you're going to, you're going to figure this out and figure out the rhythm for the two of you. Our plan, and this is probably the third year. I'm trying to think, is this the third year that I've done putting away money each month? Mm-hmm. I think this it's is. the third year. So I put away a certain amount each and every month, right? I I took, you know, kind of where we wanted our numbers to be for the year or how much, you know, as I figured out who all we're buying for, what our magic number is. I'm like, I need to put away a certain amount each month. And with us having both kids born between Thanksgiving and Christmas, like Tony mentioned, um, we actually have to factor in birthday money right in that equation so that we've got all of that covered between, you know, November 29th and December 25th.
0: Make this easy math. If we say $1200 is what we want to have for the holiday for Christmas um and then the kids birthday, whatever, say it's 1200 bucks, we know each and every month in our cash flow plan we have a $100 line item for that.
1: And and to make it so I don't spend it during the month, we actually pull out that amount of money, whatever it is, whatever it would be for you guys. And Tony's example, hundred dollars and stick it in an envelope and put it away so that it's not in the checking account that can accidentally be withdrawn.
0: Yeah. Have separate envelopes. This is a Dave Ramsey thing. Mm-hmm. Have separate envelopes. If you have to open up maybe another account, a savings account, a, a money market account at your local bank, your credit union, wherever it may be, but get that out of your normal spending account. Just forget about it. Don't think about it.
1: Another plan, um, it counts down each week of the year, right? Mm-hmm. So if the first week, you go opposite. So if week one, you put away $52. Week two, you put away $51. And so by the end of the year, you've got a, almost, a, I think it's like $1,500 or something. I forget the exact amount. But, but the way you do it is you're putting away the most money at the beginning of the year. So when you get to week 52, Christmas, you're only putting away a dollar. How sweet is that?
0: And right. that's a cool And that's what really got that's us going. That's what got us going. I about just. About three weeks ago, or three years ago.
1: I just need like one number for the month. I can't yeah. factor you know, There are plans that you put away a tiny amount every day, right? There was one that Tony found.
0: It was five cents. You put five cents a day and you increase by, you double that amount every day. Yes. Mm hmm. And so by the end of a year, if you do five cents a day, it ended up to be like.
1: Thirty-three. There are ridiculous $100. amounts of money that you can save. I mean, that yeah. that's really what we're getting to. And part of this financial intimacy lifestyle guys is asking yourself at every turn, is this really necessary? Right. Is this, is this something that we need to, to buy? Right. With the gifts, like when we look at our master gift list and things like that, we start talking about what can we make. Don't underestimate the value of a gift that you have made. Right. Like, it's no spoiler, so I'm going to go ahead and say this out loud. Um, our parents, every year for Christmas, typically get some type of photo gift mm-hmm. from us, whether it's a book, whether it's you know our family pictures for that year, arranged in frames, whatever it is. like that, they know it's coming. They love it. Yes, I have to buy the, the album or the frames, but that's a pretty easy, consistent gift. And grandparents, I'm telling you, they love seeing the grandkids.? right? And the, so it's not only what can you make, but what experiences can you share with someone? You know, it might mean more to somebody to go like, I want to take you out to lunch than to put a sweater under the Christmas tree. You may spend the exact same amount, but I'm telling you the memories of a lunch with a loved one will far outweigh whatever you went to the mall to buy. It's something to think about. You know, and whatever, whatever the two of you decide on the intimacy lifestyle, right? The financial intimacy lifestyle, it's just like Tony and I, right? When we started our sexual intimacy lifestyle, the original IL, that was that was designated for our marriage, right? I know a lot of you have adopted it the same way that we do. I also know a lot of you have crafted it to fit the dynamics of your marriage. This is the same thing with preparing for Christmas and the holidays. You two need to look at your budget. You need to look at how the checks come in. You need to look at what you want to spend and sit down and have a conversation. Because here's the thing, when you have a plan, it's one thing to just have the plan, it's a whole nother thing. And this is the last thing that you, the two of you have to do. The two of you have to commit to the plan
0: And honor that commitment to one another. You want to talk about building trust? It's a big it, one. Yeah. You want to talk about, you know, building that trust, even after trust may have been broken. But when you can stick to something and you can stick to your word together, it's mm-hmm. amazing how little steps like this can make a huge impact on your marriage. Mm-hmm. And like we said a couple of shows ago, You know, this is hashtag team Dilorenzo. This is hashtag team Smith or hashtag team, you know, Jones, whatever it may be that you guys are a team working together in your financial intimacy because that's where you guys are going to prosper. That's where you're going to have abundance in your life. Not when you're fighting against each other.
1: Mm -hmm. And so what does that commitment look like? It means no, just because gifts. If you guys have a plan and and you've budgeted, let's say you've budgeted a hundred dollars for each other. Elisa
0: was a classic on the the just because gifts, and and I had a breaker of it because I was like, honey, I don't need the ten cent item sitting in my stocking. It, it does mean nothing, you know. And it's probably more than ten cents. It's probably more like a, a dollar I was or say, two dollar. Where, where are we getting the, you know, the five know. and dime anymore? I don't know, but I mean, it was it was just like, honey, I, I'd rather get nothing. Then get this one dollar pencil in my stocking,
1: Mm -hmm. right? And that's that's where you really start to look at where is the value, right? And the gifts that you're giving, you know. So no, just because no, well, it's only a little something. Well, let me tell you something about those little somethings or those statements that you make to yourself. Well, it won't make that much of a difference to our budget. Well, if you and your spouse consistently do the just because it's only a little something, it won't make that much of a difference. And you're doing that consistently in, let's say the next 60 days leading up to Christmas, you will go over your budget. Mm -hmm. I'm just letting you know, because all those little extras,
0: they add up,
1: they're going to make Christmas uncomfortable.
0: They add up. I mean, I I just a couple of months ago, I was starting to look at my Starbucks Mm -hmm. budget Mm -hmm. And it's not really a budget. It just, you know, I would, I would use some of my blow money on that, you know, just fill up my card. And so I think it was September where I said, you know what, I'm going to just, I'm going to pull back on that a little bit, whole eye opener, you know? So sometimes you make a commitment to something like that. Maybe it's, hey, I'm not going to go out to lunch, but one or two times a week, you'd be surprised 10 bucks every lunch. I mean, that's 30, that's 30 bucks a week, you know, before, you know, it, it's 120 bucks a month mm-hmm. you're putting away.
1: That may be your Christmas money. Could be. Right? So whatever whatever you, whatever you look at, the two of you, you know, you look at your time and you're saying, you know what, Tony and Lisa, we only have a little window before Christmas, but we still want this Christmas to be financially stress-free. Then this week, sit down and figure out what the number is going to be, right? Figure out what's, what's going to fit within the time frame that you have. Then make a list right? Check it twice. Who are you going to buy for? Who do you really need to buy for? What can you make? What experiences can you create? And then honor your marriage. Honor one another with sticking to the plan. Because let me tell you something. When you honor the commitment to maintain financial intimacy, you're honoring your spouse. You're lowering the stress in your marriage. And you're going to be able to wake up on Christmas morning without the pit in your stomach going. Oh my gosh, there's too much stuff under the tree. Instead, you're going to wake up and say, "You know what? I feel so good because we honored our plan. We are truly going to have a merry Christmas because we took action earlier this year to ensure that today would not be a day that we were cringing, but a day that we were celebrating."
0: Yeah. Let's bring. Let's bring joy. Into
1: our lives. That's a crazy idea.
0: Let's bring joy into Christmas Day between you guys. Because there's nothing better than being able to open up that present and honestly and joyfully knowing that you're not in debt, that you you and your spouse spent what you said you're gonna spend, and you're gonna enjoy one another. Because, like Elisa said, hey, there's better sex on the other side of that. And Lo and behold, believe me, we'll be talking about holiday sex coming up. So be ready because that's where the fun begins. But it starts here right now with your financial intimacy. So go out there, make a plan this week, you guys. Don't sit on it. Here at One Extraordinary Marriage, what do we talk about? Being intentional and taking action. And this this week is a take action week. You gotta sit down, you gotta talk about money, in the holidays so go do it we love you guys have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week don't forget send in your 400th show hugs to info at one extraordinary marriage.com love you guys